This episode of the Go Heads podcast is brought to you by SOS Culture. All products, including graphic tees, hoodies, and flags, are now 20% off. Click the link at the top of the description or head over to SOSCultureCo.com. That's SOSCultureCo.com. Follow their socials at SOSCultureCo to stay up to date with their latest drops and designs. Use promo code GHP at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's code GHP. Now to the Go Heads podcast. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to episode 24 of the Goat Heads podcast. I am Tony, along with Zach. Full of Sabres right now are on fire. Um, out of a four-game road uh, road trip, they won three out of four and got points in all of them uh, with a shootout loss to the Wild to end it. But it was a it was a fun trip, I'd say. That was a ton of that was a ton of fun to watch. It was great hockey, and I'm looking forward to the next game. The Carolina Hurricanes come to the barn on Wednesday. I that's going to be a big game. I'm excited for this one. Carolina just steamrolled Boston. Boston does not get steamrolled, people. Come on. What was the score of that? 4-1. Eh, eh, I guess that's a steamroll for a team like Boston. Against Boston, Linus Olmark in that? I don't know. Carolina's coming to Buffalo, and it's going to be – we're going to need all hands on deck. And um, coming from the team today – Samuelson and Cousins were both skating at practice. For those who don't know, they were both injured during the road trip. So those are two crucial pieces we'll be getting back for Wednesday night's game. Sadly, Tage Thompson was not practicing today, which is uh, something to keep an eye on. He's day-to-day, so it's not long-term, thank God. Uh, He might play against the Hurricanes. It's only Monday as we record this, so. Maybe he's back tomorrow. Who knows? But yeah, I think Donnie said he was coming back um, tomorrow. It was, it was just like a maintenance day. One one okay. could say. All right, that's good to know. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll quickly recap the last couple of games. Our last episode was after Dallas game yes. one of the trip, and then the Sabers headed to St. Louis on the back to back, winning five to three. Uh, following that game, they head over to Winnipeg. That's a long trip. Uh, they went three to two there by an Eric Comrie's return to Winnipeg. It was a outstanding performance by Comrie. And then the Sabers head over to Minnesota and put up a they put up a good fight against uh, the Wild. It went all the way to the shootout. Um, Lukanen didn't make a save, but it's the shootout. And as Connor McDavid said, get rid of it. But uh, yeah, it the was best a great player in the league. Didn't like it. I say we listen to that guy. Like best player by far. Yeah. By a uh, yeah, um, we can touch on Minnesota a bit because it's so fresh in my mind, and I know it probably is for most people. I think that was a very good game. Uh, we Minnesota's not a easy team to play, especially in Minnesota, and that place was loud. They got their high school they, tournament. It was, hockey, right? it was like National Hockey Day in Minnesota that yeah, day. They, they have their, like, Hugely popular high school tournament. Everyone's talking about hockey there. And a lot of Casey Middlestat fans in the stands. A lot of Middlestat jerseys. Um, you see the Middlestat yeah, jersey? We, I did see that. I might have to get I one. <laughs> That's, that might be worth the investment. No, but uh, we were not what you would say healthy during the game and playing without your number two center and your, and your best number defensive two defense. defenseman yeah, is is tough. And the fact we squeezed a point out of that at the end of a road trip is huge. And we are in February. We're in February now. And we are one point out of the playoffs. We're one point back Ooh. on Pittsburgh, two points back on Washington with three games in hand. What are we doing? This is fun. This is fun. One of the like this is. <laughs> I've never. Uh, win percentage they're in right now. They're over Washington. 
and they've got three games in hand on Washington, and I believe they're three points behind. So, yeah, this is fun. This is if there uh, was another bubble, we'd be in the bubble playoffs too. Like we we did it. What else do we have to do? <laughs> no, it's it's a lot of fun being a Sabres fan now, especially since a lot of the attention is off football. I don't know why, but um, no one's really talking about it. And um, Buffalo needed to, or the Sabres needed to put uh, the city of Buffalo on their backs. They know their job. They're coming home with the Stanley Cup this season. It's, it's cup or bust, I've been hearing, yeah. You're telling me if this team makes the playoffs, we're the second wild card spot, we play Boston in the first round, you're telling me we're not winning in six games? <laughs> Come on. That's David Goliath. You know how many times Goliath won? Zero. Yeah. We we win that series. And then it's just full steam ahead to the cup. And it could also be uh, if we get the first wild card spot, somehow we could be facing Carolina too. So either maybe way, a little preview be, on a Wednesday. That could be fun. Wednesday's going to be a fun game, man. I'm excited for that. Are you going? I want to no. go. I want to go. I'm going to see if I can go. We'll see. That would be a that'd be a very exciting game to be at. I'm I'm hoping we perform. I'm hoping Tage plays. I'm hoping Cousins plays because it'd be nice to have that stability in the forward lineup again cuz um for those who watched the uh Minnesota game, we were switching lines pretty frequently and splitting up yeah. the kids and once we get Cousins back, he plugs a huge hole on that. Yeah, and that Minnesota game, I, I don't know how many times the Sabres had a penalty that game, but it was a lot. And uh, without Cousins and Samuelson, that, that hurts That hurts your penalty kill when you already have a pretty bad penalty kill as it is. So, and then they only had one power play, which in my mind, watching that game was not as many as I should have had. But, um yeah, that was a uh, very entertaining game. Uh, it, it's cool to be in the, like, when you're facing good teams, you're like, we've won the past couple. And then, like, this game, like, we didn't win, but, like, we put up a good fight against a very solid Minnesota team who could use a Jack yeah. Eichel. They don't have any centers, in my opinion. But, ooh, Jack Eichel right now. That's a, that's a hot topic, especially for people in Buffalo. A lot of pointing and laughing right now. Yeah, it's it's just I yeah, it's not good. I'm a Jack Eichel fan because he was awesome here, and I'm I think he's an amazing Eichel player. Team. Yeah, um, but right now in Vegas, and I think in his last ten games, he has like two or three points, and he got called out by his coach last week, and it doesn't seem like it did it. And uh, maybe uh, he's just he just has nightmares about Tage Thompson every night. That's that's what I'd assume. And he's, he's going scary. broke at the casinos after the home games. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's cold the, right now. Jack Eichel conspiracy theories. <laughs> this whole this whole podcast will just be misinformation. <laughs> I don't know. That guy no, at the record pretty legit. <laughs> <laughs> he said he knew him, so I'm inclined to believe him. Um, yeah, Jack Eichel is a great cool. hockey player, and we know what he can do when he's playing his best hockey. He, we know what he can do with a, a box of scraps, for <laughs> lack of a better term. He, he can turn it on. Has he been? No. Feel bad for the guy. He's not on my team, so I don't really care. Like, boo-hoo, you're having a cold year. Happens. Sorry, Jack. It's, um, another young Tuck, sensation is who is Tuck just killing him in like the stats since the trade? I know Eichel missed a lot more time, but like yes. this season, Tuck's Tuck got fifty-four Tuck points is, in forty-nine games. Eichel's not even a point per game anymore. Yeah, it's not looking good. It's it's really <laughs> not looking good for Vegas. It, and it feels – who would have thought this would be how we felt after the trade? Like, coming, like, the months leading up to the trade, it was just kind of like, no matter what, we're, 
losing this trade because we're losing a star. But and it's like it was, it was pretty low times. I feel like um, last time, last year around this time, like the mood around the team wasn't no, not everyone was on the vibes train yet. So it would it this year is very exciting. It's very exciting. And I ask me when we traded Jack Eichel, is this where we'd be in a year? And, or two years, I'd say no. I really would. I Because oh, I didn't see where we were going from there. I thought we were going another tear it all down, full rebuild. It's going to take five to six years to be a competitor. We're talking about Bedard. I remember us having conversations about a few years, Connor Bedard is going to be the first overall pick, which he, mm-hmm. he still will be, hands down. Yeah. He just scored his fifth hat trick. I think uh, What's like his 29 point streak or something like 30? that. 39-game point streak, 85 points. It's something crazy. It's yeah, video game numbers. Yeah. It's video He's game gonna numbers. Be he will be the face of the league for until there's another Connor Bedard, and then he won't be. <laughs> um, a team he might be going to has been making some headlines lately, specifically a forward on that team. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did you Have you seen the lip readings on uh, about Zegris and Corey Stetcher? Yeah, it's Troy Um yeah, I everyone had uh speculation just assuming what Zeger said about uh Troy Stetcher's father who passed away in twenty twenty. I believe some people were saying he said something along the lines of like your father's watching and all these stuff. And it, it, obviously not good. And just by the reaction you saw off of Troy Stetcher off the ice, kinda like You'd assume Zegra said something terrible. <laughs> Have you ever um, seen a hockey player that mad? Not really. I, I understand like, Zegra is not well liked around the league. I I have an inside source who's told me that his rep his rep <laughs> are like. Do I believe him? Maybe I don't know. I'll take his word for it. But like I don't know the guy. But I it just word around town. He's not very loved from other players around the league and maybe his own teammates. So. When I, He's a young hockey kid. People aren't going to like him. Like people don't like yeah. that. He looks yeah. young. He scores crazy goals. He makes headlines. He's doing all the wrong things in a lot of people's minds. And yeah, not well, everyone's going to love out, him. We got to say that it came out. He did not say that. I believe someone on the Coyotes PR. I don't know, dude. I got a take on this. I Troy I Stetcher uh, declined an interview to speak about it. Um, yeah, I, I don't – who I, knows what he said. I'm assuming the league is going to investigate, but, yeah. Troy Stetcher did not look like he cared about playing hockey when he was going after Zegras. He just looked like he wanted to kill Trevor Zegras. <laughs> His only goal he, – he he was a man possessed. He I've never seen anyone with that much anger and hate from a comment. So something – players said the comment was out of line. They We don't know what was out of line. There's another uh, clip of the incident of Stetcher going, talking to uh, another Anaheim duck. And it looks like he says the word, it looks like he says the words, I'm I'm paraphrasing here, it's not an exact quote, said something about my family, chirp, chirp me all you want, but don't bring in, don't bring family into it. Something along those lines. And you could see, you again, it's lip reading. We really need a John Boy video on this. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Who does all the lip readings for baseball umpires and yeah. stuff like that. We need because if any if anyone's word I'm gonna take for <laughs> this situation, it's him. Because it looks like Stetcher says the word family. So who knows what Zegris said, but whatever happened had that man mad. And then Zegris went on to score the game winning goal. <laughs> in How overtime. annoying is that? How annoying is that? He's on a twelve game point streak right now. Got fourteen uh, points, twelve games. He is the cover boy. You'd hope he'd be doing these things. His uh, I saw a tweet comparing him and Dylan Cousins' RAPM charts next to each other. It's like where there's the blue bars and the red bars for those who don't get it. But visual learners, yeah, it's there's a lot of red for Zegers, a lot of blue for Cousins. Let's just say, but uh, yeah, Zegers isn't as physical as Cousins, or good. In my opinion, or yeah, I, I'm very happy with where the Buffalo Sabers are at. <laughs> there's, there's a, yeah. uh, usually a smile on my face around town 
We have Dylan Cousins. We have Tate Thompson, Rasmus Dahlin. Superstar team. Super, superstar kids. It's fantastic. Yeah. This is just the beginning. Like, we're fighting for a playoff spot now. Like, this year. We were talking about two years. We were kicking that can down the road. Just hoping maybe. Like, maybe we're in this position we were hoping. But we are now. Like, bad news. Now that we're on the discussion of playoffs. Um, the a team who's in contention for that spot with us just made a huge move. I I know we're gonna get into that, yeah. so let's talk about it now because teams are loading up for these playoffs. Uh, one deal. thing I like about this, he didn't cost as much as I thought he would, and um, that helps. Tell, the Sabres, tell everyone, um, tell everyone yeah. the deal. Bo Horvat is now a New York Islander. Bo Horvat, uh, Bo Horvat. Sick name, captain of the Canucks, the crumbling Canucks, was traded to the Islanders today, uh, 25% retained in exchange for a top 12 protected 2023 first-round pick, Atu Ratu. Uh, he's a finished Atu prospect. It's pronounced Ratu. Yeah. What? Uh, he was, he was uh, projected to go like top 5, 10, maybe year, two or three years ago. I believe Jack Lindreth. Um, he was always going to the show. second round. Uh, had some looks. He's looking all right. Looks like a good prospect. And um, Anthony Beauvillier was part of that deal going back to Vancouver. So, yeah, a team right behind Buffalo. Um, let me pull up the standings right here. Islanders have 55 points and 52 games played. So they're one point behind the Sabres with three more games played. So that comes to show that game we had against them in overtime was a big win. Because every point matters now. We're we're cutting into the end of the back end of the season, so you can't. And another, this is side talk, but can't go on another losing streak. No, you can't afford we, that. We have three games in hand, and teams clawing at us. Teams like Florida, the Islanders, they're they want to be playoff teams too. They know they can be. So Sabers better be ready to show down because this is the last. It's um Carolina, and then it's our uh, it's our break. It's our bye week, right? What do we call it break. in the NHL? All star break. Yeah, yeah. It's time Quickly to go back to that trade. Um, yeah, Bo Horvat, very good player. Don't get me wrong, brings a lot of qualities. He was a captain for a reason. Um, today, when he found out he's traded, he said, "I thought it was gonna be a Canuck for life." So that one probably hurt him. These people are people. Uh, in case anyone forgets, but um, New York Islanders is kind of like is they're like the team that like you kind of like already kind of wrote off just with how the standings are right now, and so getting a guy like Horvat a month before the trade deadline for that a price that wasn't too steep, but at the same time the Islanders are not. I don't think they're a very good team. I think they're they remind me a lot of the Rangers last year, where eh. They were very goalie heavy. Like a, a lot of their wins came from and Islanders. If they're even worse than the Rangers last year, and Sorokin is doing unbelievable things for that team. So, um, it's just I don't know. I don't think I think this is a loss for I don't know. Islanders fans are happy, but I think in the long run, I think Vancouver wins this trade, and I think that's a hot take. A lot of people are already writing this off as a win for the Islanders, but. His contract ends after this year. He currently makes 5.5. He's got, probably going to make around 7.5 to 8.5. So, I don't know. And I just – Lou Lamorello keeps making these, like, crazy trades where, like, he traded a 13th overall pick that became Frank Nazar for Alex Romanov. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, pretty exciting day in the NHL. It's always fun when a big trade with big names comes out and – I feel like the NHL has been doing better at that, giving more headlines and trades. And this one was a a big one. And the only reason I don't like it is a team who we're in a playoff race with is gearing up for this playoff race. And the Sabres are not so you can really look at it from their the hand. Perspective of, you can look at it from the perspective of, does Kevin Adams now be like, okay, it's clear teams are trying to catch up to us now, improving their team. 
does he do the same or does he stick to his plan? I think he's going to stick to his plan, but his plan might include to get a guy who's sick. And that brings up the conversation of Timo Meyer. Um, yeah. We quickly talked about it last week because the rumor was just like, it just came out. It wasn't too hot, but like right after we uploaded the episode, like Sabres Twitter kind of exploded about the idea. Um, he's got one year left in uh, San Jose making $6 million. And he has a qualifying offer of $10 million. Um, I thought about this trade. At first, I was like, eh. I mean, like, really good player would be a good fit, but we got to we gotta pay guys eventually. And then I was, I feel convinced to, like, okay, this kind of makes a lot of sense. Because uh, shout out to Cautiously Optimistic with Joe and Luke. Went to Lancaster, same high school as Zach and I. Um, they... Their episode, latest episode, they like kind of like went through the cat friendly and pay like they gave cousin or Darlene Cousins and Power like just under 30 million total and like did all the numbers for the next two seasons. And if we paid Meyer nine million dollars, we'd be fine, we'd be in a, a completely fine situation. Like, With if you look at the defenseman signed to 30 million yeah, and and cousins, so getting all three of those big. Contracts you got to get out of the way, signed. Is and then it'll leave you with Turkey, but you'll have enough money. Yes. And is by Skinner's then, in two years, Skinner's got two years left. Yes. Yeah, Skinner will have two years left, maybe. That's a tradable contract. He's money. Up. 20 goals. Yeah, again right this now. Year. Looks mm-hmm. So I, I, I have no animosity to that deal at all this season or last. I just don't. Uh, Timo Meyer is also like just a really physical guy, like just power forward. Uh, it's just the only problem with this trade, if the Sabres were to do it, is the contract situation, and it's not that bad. And with the Miller or the Bo Horvat trade happening today, that kind of sets the market. And it, I, I feel like Horvat was not traded for a lot. He was like a top commodity, in my opinion. Right. I think he was, he was one of the target. big names. Yeah. yeah. He was a big fish. So He was the big fish. Yeah. So, does that lower the price for Timo Meyer? Definitely. Um, should the Sabers okay. do a move early, like now? I think so. Where does Where does Timo Meyer go? Tell me that. Where do we what put do Timo Meyer? I, I made fit? a lineup in my head. You got Skinner, well, Thompson, Tom, Meyer, Cousins, Olafson, or Quinn, and the third line could be Quinn or Olafson. Yost, Paterka, fourth line is Middlestat, Krebs, Akposo, and then Gergensons would switch in with like a Paterka and Quinn once in a while and they'd shuffle around. But you can't take Gergensons out of the lineup. Yeah, you, you're right. You can't. The fourth you, Paterka, line is our Paterka, best line. And I don't have a problem with Paterka sitting. I don't. And it, it's, it's his rookie season. He's going to have his, he's not playing. To his caliber yet because he's a rookie, and that's fine. And like, let's be honest with ourselves a little bit. This is a, a this is a contact sport. It's eighty-two games. Guys are going to get mm-hmm. hurt. It's going to be you're going to need to be pulling from your scratch every once I'm in a while. So it's not like JJ Paterka would be sitting mm-hmm. the whole season, never seeing the ice again. It's it's. But yeah, that would Something be my new. problem with the Meyer trade. Is where do we put him? Yeah, who, something who, unique with the Sharks is their piece. Yeah, I think you're going to have to give back a roster player because they need to play hockey. Like, they need a team. And I feel like Asplund's the guy just because he's been scratched. It's an easy name to pick, and he has, like, a decent track. Not this season, but before he's shown some flashes here and there. So I feel like he could be a little bit of value going back the other way and just being a roster piece. And then I have no Do problem with sitting guy, off the like, do they need a guy it, now? The, the thing is, like, they're in the dark race. Would it, yeah. Don't you think we could maybe swing a deal only using futures and maybe a, a Rochester? Somebody guy? reported that the Sharks are trying to not fully rebuild. And that's weird. And I don't think that's true. That I think mean? Lance Vitalski talked about it today. Um, like they're, they're looking for like what does that mean? Yeah. Like yeah, like a quick rebuild. Like you're just retooling and improvising on the way, and you'll be competitive in the next two three years. Hey, um, Kevin Adams. That's not going to work. Yeah, the Kevin I mean, Adams method. 
on act. It'll be taught <laughs> in management schools for the rest yeah. of eternity. Yeah, but um, I don't see. I can't see the Sharks wanting a guy like Olsson in return, or even like I can see them taking middle status because he's young. But I don't know if the Sabers are going to part ways in middle stat. But at the same time, Meyer's a clear better player in the middle stat. Like right right now, uh, you can't be trying to like. And like just hoping for these guys' futures to pan out, and that goes for prospects. Like there's some, there's an emotional attachment with prospects that we have. Like if you were told like we traded Savoy, you're probably gonna be upset. But like you don't know what Savoy's gonna do. You'll never know until he does it. And Timo Meyer is a proven guy right now. He's over a point per game, has almost thirty goals. And it's like goal scoring is not a problem for the Sabers, but he brings so much more. Which is our situation with all the futures and prospects that we cling to names and. Mm-hmm. Cling to potential. It, it's so f- almost frustrating. Yeah, the world could explode tomorrow, Kevin. <laughs> Trade some of these names. Like you have. Let's talk about a team, the Maple Leafs. Who's their top prospect? Matthew Nyes. Yeah, a second the- round pick. Like yeah. that's who they're. We have how many first rounders do we have sitting in our prospect pool? How many B-level prospects? Like, there's so many futures we have, and -hmm. there's not going to be room for any of them. We have a very young core now as it is. Don't forget, we have a first and three seconds this draft. We have no room for the guys we have already. You have to do something. You have to, like, you're holding on. It's like you're taking your money to your grave right now, it looks like, Kevin. Like, you you can't do that. You got to. Yeah, you can't draft when you're dead, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, that's but, not know, a threat I, at Kevin Adams either. Like everyone knows <laughs> that I would, I love the guy to death. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're just sitting on all this, all this gold that's worth nothing. Like, oh, but we have him. Like, great, he doesn't do anything on Monday night against Car- or Wednesday night against Carolina. He's yeah. just a name that we can rub it and down the line. It's like, you're going to need these contracts. Like you see good teams like Tampa, like you need guys who get paid. Like rookies get paid max nine twenty five. So like, you're going to need those guys on good teams to have when you have guys making eight to $10 million. So, you know, it's good to have in the pipeline, but we have so many people to where it's like, if we lose a Savoy, how bad is it really going to hurt us? How realistically? I don't, bad? I don't even. I don't really blink at that. You know what I mean? Like, and I love Matthew Savoy. I think he's if he stays, he could be a very big piece. But what do I know? No, he's one who I was hoping the Sabers would draft when we Same were here. going back to the draft. We were talking Maddie Savoy. That's who we wanted. Yeah. That's who we got. So, but at the same time, where does he fit on this team right now? He did like these guys don't fit. They can yeah. be traded for things that can make our team right now better. Not our team in five years, our team right now. And our team yeah. right now is two points out of a playoff spot with three games in hand. So we need some of this experience on the team. We need guys who have – I want to see a trade in the next coming weeks of a of a solid roster player who has solid NHL playoff experience. He's from a team like a Boston. Probably not a Boston because they're in our division. Who's a better example? San Jose like went to the Edmonton. Cup. <laughs> San Jose <laughs> has gone to the cup. Like against Pittsburgh not too long ago. But I don't even know. But you just like to that. you just like to see some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fix our team right now. And Meyer is a perfect age. He's 26 right now. He'll be 27 come October. But like you need guys in this age range. You can't just I mean, like, I love being like, oh, we got the youngest team in the NHL. It's cool. But like it's not sustainable. Like you're gonna when you go to the playoffs and go up against a Steven Stamkos who's been there how many times and won how two cups in the past three years. And it's like these guys are gonna get their ass kicked. And even though they got swept in the first round a couple of years back to Columbus, but that's funny. Um it's like, yeah, anything could happen, but I'm taking Tampa Bay taking that series just based off of the past alone, like experience alone. So and the Sabres aren't – they're getting more physical, but they don't have, like, a guy who's, like – you don't – I don't personally like seeing Rasmus Dahlin in scrums. Like, that's our star. We don't need that. I remember he got a fight with, like, Kakaniemi. Uh, yeah. And he got, he got like a concussion and missed a couple games. Like, you don't need that. 
You can't risk that. Are we going to tell him not to play his game, though, if that's part of his game? No, no. Be he can definitely be annoying. Be... He, he's annoying. So, Jeff Skinner's probably the most annoying, and you love to see it just because you're a fan. Yeah. But, like, you don't want him in there throwing punches and, like, just go in there and talk your shit, strangle a couple guys here and there, but don't be in, like, a fist fight. Like, it's it hasn't really happened except that example, but – Future, you don't want you'd rather avoid that. You'd rather a guy like Timo Meyer, Peyton Krebs getting his ass kicked for the guys like or Joel Fairley, who uh, he loves getting in fights and then getting ragdolled around for a little bit and fist bumping to his buddies. (laughs) And then he just had a grand old time doing it. And it's every time he does it, it's great. It's must watch hockey. So I got no complaints, but. The name of the game right now is experience, playoff experience. You're you're a playoff team right now. That's what I feel like. That's that's the expectation they need to be going into in practice. Like three games from now, I want to be in a playoff spot. We're a playoff team. Need the experience. Come playoff time. Like it's not yeah. going to be good if we're just a and team of young guns. There's a lot of like people saying like, oh, if the Sabers just get in, they're going to get. They're ass kicked by Boston or Carolina. It's like, okay, I don't, I don't care. Just put us in. Just get us in. Let Owen Power at 20, 21 years old know what a playoff hockey game is. Imagine learning, having that experience at 20, and then you'll be like, I want this even more. Or you can look back at your past and be like, okay, I know how to prepare this time. Like you want these kids to like experience this, no matter the outcome. Anything could happen. We can win the cup. Once you're in, you got a chance. <laughs> like, you're in, but but um, come on. There's moves that can be made. You can't take the picks to the grave. Put it on a shirt, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. And read it. <laughs> Next couple of weeks will be interesting to watch for all the NHL trade motion and commotion and all that jazz as we approach the deadline. In a pretty yeah. good spot. Hopefully, we still got a month, but I, I just can't. Not to jinx it, but I just can't see us. Eh, I could, <laughs> but I, was, I just can't. They have too much momentum right now, and the stakes are a lot higher. And I feel like they've some no one respond well to the pressure, and that's cool. I don't remember if this is a conversation we had during the podcast or just in person, but we were talking about the potential, like all these guys hitting career highs this year just to go to waste if we didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Like, Tage Thompson could never get 40 goals. Like, he's on pace for over 40. He can never hit 40 again. That's just right. – it's just – hopefully that doesn't happen, but it's something that could happen. Like, Austin Matthews – did he have 70 or 60 last year? Was it 60? 60. Will he do that again? Not no. this year. Not this year. William Nylander is their best scorer right now. So it's, um, I don't know. Yeah, well, HLGM mode. You you have all these guys playing the best hockey they're ever going to play. Fighting yeah. for a playoff spot. You don't want to. The career highs are great to look at just to show the progress that they they've come as a player. Mm-hmm. But those aren't cups. Those aren't playoff games. Those don't put fans in the seats. Because Tage Thompson scored 50 goals, everyone's going to sell out a Tuesday night game against the LA Kings. Like, it doesn't work that way. You got to make the playoffs, you got to be competitive. I think it's a perfect time to make a trade. Yeah. I've come fully around on a trade now. I quickly mentioned earlier Joel Farabee. Um, I don't know what Philly's plan is. I hope they rebuild, and I hope he's a name out there because he is if we can't get Meyer, he's a great constellation prize. Like he'll do. Like he I, I've been liking Joel Faraby for a while now. So in Philly uh Philly has a, a history of bad trades. <laughs> they traded a first round pick plus in the person and a second round pick for Rasmus Ristolainen. Did yes, he get a first round our Rasmus Ristolainen. I don't think so. I think it was the two picks in Hague. Yeah. 
who got flipped for a sixth round pick. So, like that, that's that's what they're known for. So if we can get on the phones and give them a buzz about Mister Farabee, I think we could work something out. Yeah. Um. So Ivan Provorov did that thing, right? The New York Rangers one upped them. <laughs> um, they dedicated what did the a New York night. Rangers do. You didn't hear about this? No. Um, so they dedicated a night for Pride Night, like all teams do, and uh, they just never did it. I don't know all the <laughs> details. I haven't read into it too much, but it just didn't happen. Like, I think fans went. Nobody like, read the memo. For it. <laughs> There was no jerseys worn. There was no – I don't know about banners or anything. I haven't looked too deep into it, but that's the that's the drama right now. All the attention's off Provorov, and it's on the Rangers right now. And the players were not aware of this, so you can't point it on them. This goes to, like, management, ownership. So why does that ha- – like, <laughs> why? I'm going to look into it, see if I can find a news article. Yeah, but, pull something up on that. That is just – so they said a night. And then just never did nothing about it. No announcement. No, like, graphic. Sports Illustrated's legit enough. Rangers released statement after bungling Pride Night. Read their uh, statement. Our organization respects the LGBTQ plus community, and we are proud to bring attention to important local community organizations as part of another... Great Pride Night, the statement read. In keeping with our organization's core values, we support everyone's individual right to respectfully express their beliefs. Okay. Wait, what? I, I don't know. <laughs> that was their statement. They didn't say like they didn't say like we forgot to do it. Wait, that was a statement by NYC Pride. And then they later said that they were not aware of the Rangers opting out to not wear the jerseys. And I'm so confused. So did the Rangers opt out? I, they just didn't do it, is what I'm aware of. I, we probably should have looked more into this. You didn't even know about it. Yeah, okay. I had no idea. Uh, That's, so th- this is strange. If they forgot to do it, they forgot to do it. Like, I forget a lot of things. I hit this news. We're all human. But they didn't do it on purpose? Like, they had it planned out. Like, this is, like, it's an event. They have a whole staff for this. Like, these are jobs. Like, people plan and organize right. things. It can't be, like, two guys. The Rangers, and one guy's promised, like... the Rangers promised to wear pride-themed jerseys and use rainbow colored stick tape during warm-ups before Friday's game against the Golden Knights. But those promises didn't come to pass. No Rangers wore pride gear or used any rainbow-colored equipment. Instead, they wore regular game jerseys and used more normal stick tape. And they won 4-1 against Vegas. They did it the past huh. three seasons, it says here, at least. That's weird. That is very strange. I don't really have an opinion on that, though. What's your what's your yeah. take on it? You're the one reading the article. I think this is just stupid. <laughs> um, I I don't get how you can just plan a night for it and then not do it. Um, like you said last week, um, you're giving it all the negative attention, but like, I don't know, just, just see. So the, I don't know enough about this to make to say anything about it. I don't know if yeah what happened. I, I truly screwed don't up. If anyone screwed up, did all the players stand up and say no? We're not doing it. I highly the highly players doubt had no that. idea. I'm pretty sure the players I, had yeah. It. I highly doubt that. So somebody somewhere screwed up, and that somebody should be investigated and yada yada yada. But hey. If the team chooses not to do it, is that like ownership per se? Are they 
breaking any rules? Is there like a rule in the NHL they have to follow? Is I it... think it's an NHL. I think it's NHL's rule. It's an orbit like the teams can't just say, "Oh no, we're not doing this." All right, well then. Here's well, it looks like you can. Like, <laughs> by the looks of it right now, it just looks like you completely can just ignore it. But, um, yeah, uh, that's the hot drama we, right now. We live we live in a, a very divided internet. I don't think we live yeah. divided in person because, from my experience, the general populace of people are good people. But the social media everything's me versus you this color versus this color this first that is it's very divisive and with issues like these it gets really blown out of proportion we saw with Provorov we saw with the Rangers I I feel like Rangers should be held accountable for this in some sort like Provorov whatever it's his religious beliefs we're not getting into it whatever but this is an organist this isn't a person this is an organization part of a bigger organization so like i don't know uh, uh yeah um we know we're not gonna pretend we have our hand, heads in the sand a lot of people are true advocates of of free speech and in its purity they want to say whatever they want and Free speech is a very, very important right for many reasons. For calling out government tyranny, X, Y, and Z. It's it's crucial to any democracy for to have your people say whatever they want. But I, a lot of people holding these beliefs of I can say whatever I want use that as a shield to say racist things, homophobic things, sexist things, all, all these things. And they're just holding up the freedom of speech shield and... I think we're seeing it again with the Rangers, maybe. Again, I don't <laughs> said I wasn't gonna say anything about it, but <laughs> here, here the fuck I am talking. So who knows? Yeah. But you yeah, gotta I did not hear about that. Yeah, that's I it, it was recently, I think within the last two days. So you got any other topics you wanna talk about today? Or do you wanna get into yeah, we could talk we could talk football for a, a minute or two, can't we? Yeah. You, you know who won, right? Yeah. Um, some say scripted. Some say not scripted. I don't know. Uh, some things are just a little, you look at them and go, oh, that's weird. But whatever. Um, Bengals, Chiefs, uh, to be honest, didn't even care to watch. Just be, I knew how important that game is, obviously, going to Super Bowl. I'm just pissed as a Bills fan. I just didn't care. Like I, I just didn't pay as much attention to it, and um, Chiefs win by three points. Uh, a walk off kickoff, I or almost walk off kickoff, but yeah. What are your thoughts, Zach? Um, I like watching good quarterbacks play football. Patrick Mahomes yeah. is a phenomenal quarterback. I don't hate the guy. I really don't, because. I I only like the Bills because I was born here. If I was born in Kansas City, I'd have a Mahomes jersey. I, <laughs> I didn't choose to be born here. Um, yeah, it'll be a fun Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts is the youngest quarterback to ever reach the Super Bowl. Good for him. Good for the Eagles. The Eagles were the best team in the league from week three, it felt like, watching the Eagles go 3-0. Yeah. What They get all the way up to 7-0. Something crazy like that. Something like that. Great team, great O-line. They know how to protect their quarterback. Great run game. What's Um, that like? Must be nice. Another fun little fact. Donna Kelsey, the mother of Jason, Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey, is the first mother to ever have two sons play each other in the Super Bowl. We'll be hearing that a lot. This what do you do? Weird. Like, yeah. I, Travis Kelsey said, no matter what, my mom can't lose. So there's that. But do you celebrate with the winning son or do you console the losing son? Is it a little bit of both? Is it this? Is be it a that? Little I, I'm not like a parent, natural but... mother instincts will kick in, kick in for her. I just so wouldn't we'll talk see. to the son who lost. I don't mess with losers. <laughs> That's what I'd say. 
abandon him. <laughs> Ghost him completely. <laughs> Rest of his life wondering what went wrong. It was funny. They uh, One of the players, when Mahomes was getting interviewed, was saying, put some respect on Mahomes' name. Unlike anyone doesn't rank him top two in the NFL as a quarterback. But uh, <laughs> I think he has all the respect. He's very well respected. I think everyone knows his quality of play by now. It's it's a. If I had to choose a team to win that Chiefs game, I would have chose the Chiefs, and that sucks to say. It's like ruined for the Leafs. But Eli Apple pissed me off last week, so that, that was my my edge to root for the Chiefs. There was no winning, no matter what, because we hate both those teams. Just because we weren't in the right. game. Yeah, yeah. We've lost to both of them in the past two years. So, you know, the fun stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Chiefs, Eagles, who you got? Eagles. I'm rooting for the Eagles. Yeah. I, I'm going to say. I think the Chiefs. I think the Eagles are, win. Let me ask you a football question. Okay. I don't want any bias. Answer. I don't want any Buffalo bias. If you were given an opportunity, to switch Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, and nobody would know. Would you do it? Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes has a Super Bowl and an MVP. I switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really do. We were that was our pick, by the way. Uh, we traded back for Trey White. They we gave him that pick for Mahomes. If you didn't know that, now you do. Um, you know, I think Josh Allen's very talented. Oh, there's some. So you hear about this stuff with Josh Allen? I, I'm, I'm gonna say keep Josh Allen just because it's the opposite of what you said. And that way, I'm different. Fair. Don't follow the crowd ever. <laughs> uh, there's. Did you see all the Josh Allen shenanigans on uh, online? The past See, I don't week. know what websites are using because I'm just not seeing these things. Josh Allen shenanigans. It's, I don't even want to say it because it's a stupid rumor, but I want to tell you it and get your thoughts and just how like easy it is to spread misinformation. But this okay. came from out of nowhere. That like Josh Allen do. Yeah. Um. I don't know how this started. I'm not adding to it. I'm just stating what was said. There was a rumor. And he was getting. He got a girl pregnant. That was not his girlfriend. And, yeah, just things you do when you're doing that. So, is Josh Allen a pimp? (laughs) (laughs) No. End of the day, it's none of our business. He didn't do – if he didn't do anything evil, he didn't do any – none of your business. Like, mind your own business. It's so hard to mind. People need to be reminded about Jim Kelly. (laughs) That remind like this whole thing with Demar Hamlin, the whole clone thing. We we can talk about that because that just drives me crazy. Why wouldn't he make a public statement? Why wouldn't he do this? Why wouldn't he tweet more or tweet a video of him with a banana on his head doing a cartwheel so we knew it was real? Why didn't he do this? He he died. They revived him on the field. You if that happened to you, you would need a little bit of time to regroup and and see where your values lie and find a meaning of life. Why didn't he go live during the rest of the... Yeah, yeah why didn't, didn't he... He live when he woke up, so therefore it's... What's up, guys? I'm awake. Go Bills. <laughs> what do you expect? It's so... Everyone just wants these to make comparing the best conspiracy. The was like, he did no, a video. I haven't. He posted a video like two or three days ago, like being like, thank everyone who was like involved in saving him and for donating to his charity and all that. And then of course, immediately screenshots of like his ear in that video versus an ear of a him in a picture from like three years, two years ago or something. And it's just like, they look the exact same too. They were just at different angles and that's the funniest part of it. <laughs> but look, these two different pictures are different. Yeah. Yeah, that. they are. You're right. Good job. You want to also, if okay, this is crazy. If <laughs> say something like this, not even saying like happened to him, but just ever someone died in the NFL, that's a bad look at the NFL. Right, but 
There's not the cloning technology to completely clone a person and pay off family and pay hush money to them. And you never know, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I guess I never will. Uh, Yeah, it's just stuff like that makes me wonder: have we have we gone too far? Have we? Joe Biden's a alien. I've heard that one. Why are we oh, even yeah, NHL? Of course, yeah. We should be conspiracy theorists. We're the net. Okay, I'm not going to say that because he's not <laughs> a person who I think stands for good values, but we're the next Alex Jones. Both of us. <laughs> Twice Something the power. About- Something about the frogs. <laughs> All right. Maybe New York see. wanted to avoid that. Let's settle back into sports. <laughs> Um, we asked on Twitter if uh, any any topics wanted to be discussed or questions. Um, we had a few responses. Um, good friend of the show, Zach Crow, wants to know our thoughts about the events happening in Ukraine. <laughs> not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. It's so not funny at all. But um, Let's get that it's one. terrible. We'll see. It's, you don't fight. like seeing war in Europe, and when there is war in Europe, it's hard to to look away from, and it's it's terrible. You hate seeing families tar- torn apart, people killed needlessly, but it's part of Jack it's part Black of life. It's happened song. before. War. Jack Black has a lot of good, good songs. For, That's know, not Jack Black. It's not. No, Did you not sing it in the know? movie where he was a giant dude in a town full of small people? You think that's an original song from Gulliver's Travels? <laughs> yeah. That was an anti-war song from Vietnam. <laughs> you thought Jack Black wrote that for I got the Gulliver's Star. The worst war. Jack Black <laughs> movie? Oh my god. <laughs> it's not good, Zach. The war in Ukraine's not good. I don't know why you keep it to hockey, dude. Not cool. Uh, just keep reminding the listeners what Eichel and Tuck's stats are this year. Uh, we went over that earlier. Um, it's fun. Um, that was from Tim Drake. Ethan Beckernick asked Clegg over Bryson all day. He didn't ask. He stated. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with uh, this statement. Yeah. Cal Clegg is well put. Pretty, pretty good player. And Jacob Bryson is slightly not as good. Uh, I wouldn't even say slightly. There's there's a little bit of a gap there. Um, T. Johnson asks, what in the hell are the Islanders thinking? Thank Horvat didn't land to a realistically threatening team. I agree. I think the Islanders are realistically threatening. Uh, Sorokin um, can do – he's proven it, that he can win games, and that's – what the league is winning games so if that's what it takes and it's being done i mean they're still in a race it's we still got 30 more games so hey you never know what a bo Hor- bo horvat is past captain he definitely has some qualities that could change the locker room there do something more so who knows it's gonna be fun to watch that was all for discussion questions so one question about a war in europe a statement, <laughs> and then a couple opinions. Statement, a couple, yeah. of, couple opinions in in war as well. Yeah, in our Q and A segment. Love our followers, which is better than <laughs> our last two weeks because our last two weeks we had none, and then we yeah. only had one from me. So, yeah, we're looking. We had, up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just to it's remind like everyone. The Buffalo Sabres are going to make the playoffs, in case you forgot. Uh, before I go to bed every night, manifest just myself in the party in the plaza, shaking my pom-poms, holding a Stanley Cup made out of tinfoil, and having a time with my friends. It's beautiful. And I, it really I think is. everyone should do the same every night before bed. I, it's hard for me to even think about like my emotions – during a playoff game, because I don't know, game, I don't know what I'm gonna be like. I don't know if I'm gonna be hard to be around. I might be. 
I remember how I was for the Bills Jags game, their first playoff appearance, and I was in a. <laughs> that was a terrible game. <laughs> that was a horrible but, uh, game. At was least the NHL you get a best seven. Yeah, it was something stupid. Uh, yeah, best but, of seven, hard hitting hockey, fun hockey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're gonna see Peyton if, Krebs dropping them with anybody who stands in the that way. spot. I'm buying all the merch. <laughs> my whole fit until they're eliminated will be a hat that says playoff shirt pants everything give Socks. me fitted up everything shoes custom made with the cups on the bottom do you think they would wear the go head jerseys in the playoffs no, that's a good question for debate I don't think they, they will should. I don't they should they can get minimum two home games are they even allowed it might just be a matter of I don't contract or not. It's not like it's a reverse retro. Where I'm not like, in the office. Yeah. It's an alternate jersey. I'm going to see why I can't. That would be great. I would be very happy if they did. Could you imagine a home game versus Carolina in the first round? They're wearing the blacks. Carolina just it's going to be back to. If they make the playoffs yeah. and wear a black jersey, we'll go to that game. We'll commit to this they now. Can. In tuxedos, <laughs> red and black. Red and black tuxedos. And you could come find us. In the 300s. Getting arrested. Yeah. At the first arena checkout line. <laughs> <laughs> that salsa arena is good. I can't even hate the nachos they are. Pretty stuff. I got a burrito. I went, at Ryan Miller and I got a burrito. Very disappointed. Really? Yeah. Why would you get a burrito? I don't know. I was really hungry, and I thought, what would fill me up? A burrito. So I did. I can't can't even talk shit. I don't know why I called you out. I got one of those. So the one place has two hot dogs. They have the Salem's hot dog, and then they just have hot dog. And I got the cheaper one. And it was was like a school hot dog for bad kids. Like Like a juvie lunch hot dog. It was bad. I, I ate it so fast. <laughs> I paid so much for it. Yeah, I was right before. There was a – I almost got a brisket sandwich. There was a nice place on, like, the hundreds level. There was, like, all these cool foods. I'm like, oh, it's, like, 20-something bucks. Like, is it even worth it? I spent the same amount for a crappy burrito. So. Yeah. Bottle hurts. of Coke, $6. Oh, I almost got a water. I go, how much is a water? She's like, $6. I said, I'm okay. <laughs> they got sinks. <laughs> On that Thursday, I'll find something. <laughs> I'll be fine. Bucket of popcorn wasn't uh, too pricey. Popcorn is not too pricey because I also got a popcorn with the hot dog. I not expect just for me. Relax, people. <laughs> I'm not just chowing snacks at a Sabres game. I might be. I might be if they're in the playoffs because I'll be stressed. And maybe that's how I cope. Yeah. Six salsaritas nacho bowls deep, just throwing up <laughs> on this, the other two kids in front of me. Any other notes uh, today? I'm just ready for these playoff games, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Thank God it's happening this year. Yeah. Because we're manifesting it. Mm-hmm. So, I You're got welcome, one of Sabres. You got the other. Just imagine. Right by the French Connection statue, just having a time. It's going to happen. <laughs> got me fired up, man. I'm ready to do a whole other podcast now. Yeah. We want, you want to do our conservative right wing, like super right wing one after this? You can cut <laughs> yeah. this out. Yeah. All right. I think that should wrap it up for this week. Um, All-star break next week. Um I don't know if we'll have an episode then because unless a trade happens, we might take a our own all-star break because Zach and I are all-stars. All-stars. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. If any news happens, we'll be, we'll be here. But if, if not. If at the most we did a, like just a weekly 20-minute video during the all-star break, we can't squeeze an hour out of nothing. They got no games. Talk about Danny Breer's. 
just make Danny Breer conspiracies or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was good. That sounds like it's a wrap for this episode. If you're still listening <laughs> that last couple minutes about Salsaritas and all that. That um, might be the we best do this part of week. the episode. <laughs> yeah. Do this every week. Uh, follow us on Twitter at GoHeadsPod. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. Uh, Spotify, you can watch it as well. Um, Apple Music sucks. They don't post our videos. so Or they don't audio. want you to hear the truth about the yeah. Sabres. <laughs> they want to keep you in this bubble. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, any other comments? Oh, yeah. If you look at the shirt, SOS Culture. A little plug. Go buy Who it. made that? I might buy one of those. Those are really, beautiful, really genius. nice. I'm not sure, but I respect them. Yeah, link at the top of the description. Code GHP for 10% off. Wow, 10%. Yeah. I might have to use that code. That sounds really awesome for me, it's the G- average Sabres fan. It's code GHP in case you didn't hear it. GHP. 10% off. Great hockey players. <laughs> or Goatheads Pod, if that's easier to remember. Yeah, it, uh, the average person hears GHP, they're thinking of Goheads Pod. So the average person is not an hour thirty-five deep in this episode. <laughs> hour and thirty-five. I say player. All right, that's it. I don't know. This is falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>